0: Hey guys, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch with us and follow our Instagram, Twitter, and curious cat socials at Abuan Podcast. Our TikTok is at Abuan Chronicles, or even email us at AbuanChronicles at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the team, check out our merch at AbuanChronicles.com, and you can also buy us a coffee or purchase a monthly membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Podcast. This season, we're coming with new episodes every first
1: Wednesday of the month. Don't forget to turn on that notification bell.
0: Welcome to the Abuan Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women. Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, Sahra, and Al Khair. This is your host Dahil, hailing from Edmonton, the city of the frozen, and home of the oilers. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, politics, and more. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Abouan Chronicles podcast. This is our first episode of the year 2022. We made it. It's actually crazy.
1: Hey! We made it safely. I know.
0: Thank the Lord we made it safely. On this episode, you have myself, Istahil and my girl.
1: Sahara across the planet. I don't think you guys understand that I li- I'm currently in the UAE. So there's like 10 or like 11 hours between us. I know. So right now, it's like 3.40 for me right now.
0: And it's like four in the afternoon for me
1: four in the afternoon look at us we're struggling so y'all better put some little coffee roasts buy us a coffee okay because we're suffering out here
0: <laughs> you know we talk about this every uh every other <laughs> episode i think we mentioned this in our first episode but like you guys need to understand for me and Zahra, to get together for this episode it was a miracle a mission and a half alhamdulillah we
1: there. exactly <laughs> yes this is a special like you know what people say like oh like this is a special special moment in life yeah. it is yeah
0: it, it just the stars aligned
1: <laughs> exactly because this would never happen if we're not crazy enough to meet up I know at 4pm in the afternoon and 3am or 3 something a.m. in the morning exactly for me shout out to us but we're here big ups to us we are here 1st of June oh no June sorry June. <laughs> I don't know why it's it 1st of June. January. Yeah, guys,
0: first of all, you know, it's still the beginning of the year for us. You know, it's January 1st. But usually around this time, we do an episode on New Year's resolutions and blah, blah, blah. But I think you guys have that covered. (laughs) So we decided that. Exactly. I know, right? So we decided that this episode, we were going to talk about the most craziest am I the ass post that we come across only because it's so fascinating to me that around the Christmas time around the holidays people just go online and just (laughs) like I find it exactly
1: yeah because they hate their families and they can't confront that at least some of them people do confront their uh, you know families but I think people generally just hate their families and you just need to vent and the only way to vent is on reddit and honestly.
0: No, I find it like super interesting that around this time of the season, around this time of the year where people are on holidays, where people are meeting up with their families that they haven't seen in a while, friends, you know, like going to parties or whatnot, they all feel mm. the urge to just like purge online and something about the anonymity just it makes people feel more comfortable doing it. I personally have never felt the need, but I, I, like the psychology behind that. What drives people to just go online and be like, "This is a throwaway" or "This is not my real name," but every detail of their life yeah. story online.
1: Like at least someone will clock as that. Like okay, this is sometimes a little bit too specific. It is very generic. It will make sense, but yeah. some of them is a little bit too specific. But I feel like a lot of people kind of turn towards like. Spaces like Reddit or maybe Discord to talk about their problems is because they feel safe. Like there's no one in their immediate circle that can tell them what they're doing is wrong or what it's and it's right. Yeah. So I feel like that's why people might turn into it. Like the objectivity. Like people. You don't like to have a mother scream at your ear. Yeah.
0: No, like online, I guess it's like these people have no... uh, They don't gain or lose anything in your life story. So to them, you feel like they're being more objective when you tell them your
1: deepest, darkest secrets,
0: that they're not going to judge you for it. Exactly. Wild.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I find it so cool, though. I find it very cool. I'm like, wow. Like the fact that you can vent... Because I would be scared as hell (laughs) if I was venting my personal problems online. I was thinking, who the hell is going to look after me? Somebody can just hire somebody but like... Find like the IP address. Or I don't dead. know. No, I'm not a tech person, <laughs> so it'd be like, hmm.
0: You never felt the urge to send out like an anonymous like It's not only Reddit. Like people send out anonymous to like helplines and like columns, and they send anonymous stories to all types of things. Mm-hmm. You've never got the urge to do that.
1: I've never got the urge to do that at all because <laughs> I feel like I'm. I already talk too much. You know, you're like, <laughs> you're like I everyone knows my business. <laughs> everybody knows my business like i feel like oh why like i don't think the need to kind of like create this like there never been an instance in my life where i'm like okay i need kind of like an outsider perspective yeah in my situation because i'm gucci here i'm good but these people god bless them because mm-mm, the stories we have for you today yeah it is chef kiss
0: you want to start out with our first story
1: oh our first story Is a very interesting story because I feel like this is something that we all can kind of relate. But maybe it's just a different type of uh, topic. So put this in mind. Mm -hmm. So this, and by the way, we're reading these stories. I find it so, like, this is like, you know, parents, we need our children. Good night stories. You know, this is not really like, this is American life, you know. But we're telling a story, okay? So. Uh, we're sorry for our pronunciation and if we make any grammatic mistakes or whatever. I don't know. It's how it's written. Enjoy it. Close your eyes. (laughs) Exactly. Let it flow. So we, and by the way, all these stories are from the Reddit page uh, Am I the Asshole? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, shots to them. And let's go on our first story, which is, Am I the Asshole for yelling at my mom that I hate Harry Potter and to let me live my own life. Can't be Harry Potter. So, this person <laughs> is saying, as my title suggests, my mom is a huge Harry Potter nut. She and my dad actually met in a Harry Potter Discord, but kind of like for our old people in the early 2000s and got married and had kids, and from day one decided to embarrass us for life by naming us after some Harry Potter and Star Wars characters. It's honestly been hell. I have a stupid name. And since we were little, our, my parents have forced stuff like, you know, different higher Potter movies, Star Wars, Marvel movies, like started down our throats. Everything is about dragons and magic and blah, 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 blah. I'm so sick of it. Every birthday, every holiday, everything is just organized around fandom. So just like every Christmas day leading up to Christmas, we have to sit down every night and watch Harry Potter movies it's so fucking boring I can usually get away with knitting or drawing on my iPad during this time but this year my mom was like let's just have a technology and distraction-free night every night I arranged to go to my friend's missy's house instead for like two nights missy's family is normal and likes normal things normal amount my mom got really mad and started talking about how it's a family tradition and how I'm basically rejecting her and went on a whole thing about how you wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Harry Potter. Sorry. <laughs> I finally had it. I just yelled. Nobody cares that you're a big name in the Harry Potter fan club. I don't like Harry Potter. I don't like Star Wars and I don't like Marvel movies and they are so boring. Just please let me have my own interest. I couldn't help it. I started crying because I was so frustrated because everything always has to be about Harry Potter and the Star Wars and that. And now that we're all older, we started doing our own, doing Games of Thrones. Everything centered around some TV or some movie shows or some book series. Just once, I want family to bond around something that doesn't have to do with media and these nerdy things. We live in Utah where they have five national parks. And even though I ask every year for my birthday, I have never been to the ARCs. Well, my sister called me saying that my mother is angry and just want to come home and to stop doing the theatrics. I told her that I'm sick of having all these old nerd stuff crammed down my throat. And just once, I want to have normal things, watching normal Christmas movies and not having to pause for
0: lightsaber battles.
1: Am I the asshole? I'm screwed. <laughs> Obviously, this girl is like some A24 girl. A little, what do you call that? A little show. What do you call that A movie? A little, some bird. Bird movie. What do you call this A little, you know, coming out of age? Timothy Charlemagne. Love bird. She just obviously want to have an A24 movie. Homegirl is just like, let me out of the nature. I want to become more with the nature. Like, she genuinely does not want to get anywhere near technology. She's like, that shit is for old people.
0: She, it's not the technology. She just wants to knit. She just wants to, you know, draw on her iPad. She just wants to watch her Timothy Chalamet movies. And, like, you know, do her TikTok videos. And go to national parks. <laughs> I swear. You know. This- but it
1: is, it's, it's so incredible that she's complaining. Like, every time I hear about something about Utah, I hear about Mormons. I'm, I'm like, Mormon this, Mormon that. And I'm like... The fact that your parents are out here, Harry Potter movie stuff, like you should be happy a little bit. No, this is I'm a little bit grateful. I don't know about Mormons like that. Listen, but... this
0: post made me cackle. It genuinely made me laugh a lot because this is how <laughs> I feel like as a parent, I would be not extremely, like I'm not out here with a Deathly Hallows tattoo and whatnot, but like I feel like fandoms do take over people's lives but i just i genuinely didn't think yeah. that it would go to their like children even though you meet kids all the time that have celebrity names you know like th- to me this is not much yeah. different from someone who's crazy obsessed with um any what is it called pop culture any type of pop Amazing. culture there's yeah. people who name their daughters after the kardashians or people who you know name their kids mm. after any reality tv show celebrity or sports celebrity or like how many people name their kids after famous people all the time right so for her she's like yeah. i have a stupid name and i'm just sitting here like okay if it's star wars you're out of luck um and then harry potter is just harry and Ginny and that stuff but if I if someone named their daughter or their son like after characters like Albus Dumbledore, I too would you know end up killing my parents. You know I understand yeah. the hate. So like
1: for, I, from I, one I,
0: perspective, from the parents' perspective, I'm like Shh, this hurts because she's like all the people their age are catching strays. <laughs> Literally everyone is catching strays in this post. Yeah. If you're into any type of fandom, I'm sorry this girl hates you. <laughs> oh my god.
1: So, I feel like she's obviously, like, I just want to know what is, like, what does she like to do? Like, obviously, she say like, these old nerd stuff cramps in my throat. So, like, what is normal for her? I don't know. This girl is so fascinating. I want to know who she is. Like, obviously, I want to know her name, first and foremost. I'm dead. But then I also... You know,
0: in the comments, she said, stop asking me for my name. Because... Because she's a teenager, she's underage, and people are like, we wanna know what's this name that's making you act this way. I genuinely feel like it's, it's beyond the whole like fandom obsession thing. It's just she's going through a teenage life and like her parents need to give her her own space. You know? Um, she didn't mention yeah. how like everything, first of all, lightsaber battles, what are they doing? It's year 2022, why are you still doing <laughs> lightsaber battles? Damn. Um, But beyond that, I feel like it's just she herself probably doesn't want to spend like every time. Doing this with her parents, um, because honestly, I am guilty of doing Harry Potter marathons every time I have a you know like a break, every, like once a year, twice a year, um, not twice a year, once a year, once every two years. Me and my family, we literally bond over Harry Potter movies. So that aspect yeah. of it, I understand where the, her parents are coming from, and it's probably something that they could they thought they could share with their kids because the first couple of Harry yeah. Potter movies, it's for children, like they're young, you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. But they, there's a disconnect between the parents and this daughter
1: but, yeah. but it seems like like i don't know like the mom like i feel bad for them like because harry potter is all she knows if you're out here on fucking forums in the early 2000s and late 90s i don't know what the hell you were doing <laughs> because that is obviously everything she knows like i'm pretty sure they had like a they, ha- they did have like a wedding themed harry potter yeah friendship.
0: This is what I'm thinking. Usually, okay, when people are super obsessed with fandoms and whatnot, not my culture, but when people are super obsessed with fandoms and stuff like that, by the time they get married, they kind of mellow out, and then they become suburban parents, you know? It seems like her parents never never gave that up and they're still about it like when she Mm. talks about it i'm picturing their house has like merch everywhere like you know those houses that you visit on tv (laughs) shows you know those tv shows where they have like a a cave for coca-cola stuff and like the whole basement is just coca-cola themed i'm assuming they have like dungeons and dragons themed shit everywhere but like i want to see their house now i'm curious
1: Best believe they have a little room for figures. They're like, you cannot enter this room. Yeah, this is special it. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: imagine they'll this girl. It. She probably thought it, she had die. to compete with the characters, like for their love for affection.
1: Uh, but it kind of makes sense, though. Like your name is a Harry Potter theme name, or, or like Star Wars, whatever, and like y- everything around your life is just revolved around that. And uh, obviously, you're gonna compare yourself to Hermione. You know, you're gonna be like, damn, like why does she like her so much? Do I have to be like Hermione? And I'm going to lie, I did own a Hermona shirt myself when I was like six, seven. Oops, I bet on my age. Good luck to those
0: parents. Good luck to her kids. <laughs> so funny. Shoutouts to them. Oh, okay.
1: Yes.
0: On to the next one. So
1: this one's way
0: different. Completely different. It's more of the hol- holiday season, but traditional type of Am I the Asshole post. So the title is, Am I the Asshole for Eating at My Boyfriend's Family's Christmas Dinner? So... OP starts out with, throw away just to be safe. As a child, whenever I was invited at people's houses, my mom told me it was etiquette to eat the food they made. She would always tell me to put a considerable amount and eat all of it, since it would be rude not to. First, she said it would be wasting food, and second, it would seem as if I didn't enjoy the food, which is mean since a lot of effort was put into making it. I've always followed this world and thought it was true. If I cooked a buttload of food and no one ate it, I'd be heartbroken. My boyfriend of seven months invited me to his family's Christmas dinner. I've met his parents very briefly, but nothing too formal. Anyway, we get to the food, and I was pretty hungry, and everything looked really amazing. I made sure to fill my plate, but not overfill it, just equal amounts to everything on the table. I ate it all, and to be honest, was pretty stuffed. His mother then asked me if I wanted seconds. There was still a lot of food on the table. I took her up on the offer and put a bit more pasta salad. My boyfriend did give me a strange look, but I thought nothing of it at the time. Dessert comes, and I choose to eat a slice of cheesecake. We then had a coffee, all sitting around the fire and telling funny stories. Everyone seemed like in a very good mood, and everything was great. After everything, I was honestly so happy, because I was so worried about dinner and meeting his parents, but I thought that everything went well. We left his parents' house in separate cars as I came directly from my parents' house to to meet him. We reached my apartment and I could tell he was totally pissed off. I asked him what was wrong and he just blew up in my face that I had no manners, telling me that he had never seen me eat as much as I did at his parents' house and that it was so embarrassing. After further prying, he said that in his culture, when you eat a lot at a person's house, it is disrespectful because you should never go to a house on an empty stomach. He said it makes a person look desperate and there is a language barrier between me and him and he said in a way, fat but not fat. Honestly, I didn't understand. He said on the car ride home, his mom was talking about how embarrassing and unmannered I was to eat so much. I told him that she told me to put seconds and he said that's done to be a good hostess, but I guess should never take up on that offer. He said it would be fine if I had declined dessert, but because I had not, I looked even more fat. I explained to him my reasoning and he called that bullshit. I honestly feel terrible, but told him if he explained to me beforehand, I wouldn't have eaten so much. But he said he thought it was common knowledge. It's been two days and neither of us will really talk until the other apologizes. I know it's petty to not apologize, but I sincerely don't think I did anything wrong. But I guess that's why I'm here. Am I the asshole?
1: (laughs) Of course not. What do you think? like what the hell like it's so crazy because if he he should have told her like i do understand certain customs like i guess how you kind of deny the food they they ask you oh do you want to say no thank you and then you're gonna keep you know they're gonna keep like saying oh you want some do you want that it's kind of like a back and forth situation yeah where they are trying to you know feed you and i feel like unless somebody hasn't told you yeah you wouldn't know,
0: but that's the thing. In another part of the world, A.K.A. where we live, if you refuse food, it's refusal. That means you don't want it. You know?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So it just—it just depends on the culture you come for. First of all, I think her husband, her husband-in-law, her boyfriend is the biggest asshole that ever existed. <laughs> First, you—you're bringing a stranger, yes. technically a stranger, to your family over to your family's house with no warning, no nothing, and you expect him to automatically know the rules to your family. Yeah. be the mom, yeah. what the hell? He's telling, he told her everything his mom said about him. Like, while on the car ride home, his mom calls him and says, oh my God, she has no manners. She ate all my food. <laughs> and then he goes and tells her what? that verbatim oh my god, the most horrendous, that's fucked up. That's so messed up, and the fact that when she explained herself to him, he said, it's bullshit, strike three, you're out, like, what, honestly, and genuinely, I was so confused, I'm like, okay, what are the cultures for these people, right, and so, she says that she's Mexican, and he's Arab, and suddenly, suddenly, it all makes sense,
1: because <laughs> i know like like i feel like i know that a lot of cultures i feel like here it's like a weird game like if you don't eat it you're rude if you eat too much you're rude yeah so you have to find that balance not necessarily rude but you know for the guests you kind of have to like you know try to eat it but you shouldn't eat too much because it seems like you're eating like you know Doing too much on the table, I guess. Yeah, it's a
0: very odd thing. Yeah, but the whole thing is when someone's a a barrier between you and the culture, for example, in this case, it's her boyfriend, in another Mm. case, it could be a friend inviting you over to their family's house. They know your culture and they know their own culture at that point they should be giving you pointers not throwing you to the wolves and then blaming you later onwards like that's your enemy that is not someone that is on your side never I feel like it's so mean to expect people to understand other people's cultures and for her to come here on the reddit and post it because she feels she's the asshole oh my goodness gracious like how much has he failed as a person in her life to be honest
1: that's messed up Yeah. Like, and I feel like the fact that the mom, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like they met for the first time. I feel yeah. like that's when they met for the first time. <clears throat> it's the because, first time
0: she's like staying. Like, that's odd. I feel like, uh, in this case as well, it's like kind of like an indication that the mom doesn't really like you because we all know when people come over to our houses that are not part of our culture that you give allowances and, like, that's you know, you don't expect the person to know your culture. You give allowances for some ob- obscure thing like food, like, don't eat too much and eat a lot. That's something you learn. While you spend time with someone. And if someone's holding that against you. I am sorry. It's not looking good.
1: And the fact that there's a. I feel so bad for her. Because she was saying. Like there's like a language barrier between them. Yeah. And. And he just said that. I know he said something in Arabic.
0: But she doesn't know what you said And
1: she couldn't know because she couldn't understand. Yeah. Oh my like, girl, that's emotionally manipulative. Yes, What's going in on? this
0: case too, it is like emis- emotional manipulation because first you set the person up, and then you don't give them the chance to explain themselves. You're straight up just closing the door in their in her face. Like I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Definitely not the asshole.
1: She should run away ASAP.
0: <laughs> ASAP! Oh my god. Exactly. The, also, like, the whole excuse of, like, oh, cultural. Um, I don't think someone's culture is reason enough to make someone feel, like, absolute trash. Because no one was born knowing yeah. everything. Like, honestly, no one's born, like, knowing exactly. all the ins and outs of their own culture. We make mistakes all the time. Uh, absolutely not. Mm.
1: And even though, if people eat a whole plate, um, so what? Eat. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna throw in the trash?
0: No, the worst part is she did it because she thought she was doing a good thing. Like she did it with the right intentions. She came and she ate all the food because she was taught to respect someone. You have to eat all the food. And they threw it in her face.
1: Mm. Absolutely horrendous. Oh, that's so rude. I feel like she should definitely break up with that.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I want better for you, girl. Yes. You're too sweet for so, this.
1: For our very last Am I the Asshole post that we're gonna talk about today. Am I the asshole for not packing my husband's bags so he can go to Christmas dinner with his family without me? I, female 30, have been with my husband, Ted, ooh, name your name, Uh M34, for four years, and we got married two years ago. His family and I haven't really gotten along too well. They're rich, and they're all about image. And I only can see them on occasions, but that's when the drama is at its highest rate. Last Christmas, Ted and I traveled to spend Xmas with them, and it was awkward for some reason. After we went back to the hotel, his mom sent me a list of the things I have done wrong at her house, like bringing the wrong types of dessert or inappropriate clothes. I wore a blouse and a leather jacket, and not standing up when guests arrive. This year, mother-in-law only sent an invitation to Ted to spend Christmas with his family. He told me that his mom didn't invite me because last year is a negative point. I would rather just have him this year. I was flabbergasted when I asked if he was considering going after his mom excluded me. And he shrugged and said yes. Because he never spends Christmas away from his family his entire life. And isn't about to break the cycle now. So he suggested I go out, invite Regina, my best friend, over. we just plan my own celebration. And said nothing too crazy. Capish I was upset, but hey, if they don't want me there, I shouldn't have forced it and tried not to feel hurt or offended. Yesterday, Ted came back home and asked if his bags were ready since it was time to go. I said, I don't know, and he was stunned. He freaked out, saying that I knew he was going to travel to his hometown and I should have packed his bags like I always do. I admit that packing his bag is what I do, but only when we are traveling together. And I figured that since he's traveling on his own, they should pay them himself. He lost it, scene that I caused him to be late and ruined all the flight, hotel, whatever arrangements. He had just because I was being bitter because I was invited to the Christmas dinner with his family. We had a heated argument and he said, look, you're overreacting right now because it's not like I'm going away on vacation to another country to spend time with strippers and whatnot. Though I'm pretty certain you would be half as pissed and agitated as you are now. I'm just going to spend some time with my family and frankly, I don't know what it is with you anymore. And then proceeded to call me petty and say I got in in trouble and punished him by not packing his bags for him knowing that he was going to be traveling. He packed his bags in a rush and ended up forgetting most of the gifts he got for his family and now he's not speaking to me. Am I the asshole? No. Holy shit. You're not the asshole. That was a long fucking post. I know. It was really long. But
0: oh my god. First of all, she should pack his bags and then lock the door. Like, goodbye. It's over. I don't know exactly. how you could stay in a house with something, someone that aggressive. I'm so sorry. Okay. That was the rudest thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't believe that she's married into that family.
1: Yeah. And not only that, the fact that he said this lie kills me. But nothing too crazy. Capiche? Who the... F- oh, who says capiche? He thinks he's in a movie. In this day and age. He thinks
0: he's in the Godfather.
1: A little Godfather movie. Capiche. But the fact that, like, um, he just also mentioned, like, how, like, it's not like I'm going to travel to another country and just be with some strippers. He obviously did that.
0: Yeah, clearly. Because
1: why the hell are you bringing that? It's so he random, clearly right? did that.
0: Yeah, very clearly. <laughs> also, him saying, him saying, uh, you're just better you were invited to christmas dinner excuse me okay this isn't like uh, what do you exactly. call it? siblings one being invited to like an event and one not be you're literally it's your wife now being invited to your family's dinner and you're telling her you're just jealous i Thank got you. invited and you did it are you okay
1: is this high school <laughs> like he's moving like he's giving me frat boy vibes oh my i'm like God. i don't know i've never been to america but i assume mm-hmm. that's what frat boys are no, yeah, to me Cowboys.
0: too. From we the movie, right? Sorry, exactly. No <laughs> you know what's crazy is um his mom graded her and said you failed. Uh, but I feel like next year I'm dead. That's so funny to be in a yes. way. Like,
1: like the only thing that I saw that like, okay it makes sense is not standing up when guests arrives. I feel like that's kind of a normal thing. Yeah, but the rest, like her wearing a blouse and a leather jacket, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mesh That's well together.
0: So you know the fact that the the mother-in-law sat down and said, "Yeah, I'm not just gonna watch you make mistakes and tell you what's wrong. Instead, I'm gonna grade you and write down everything you did and send you a letter about it, so that you know why exactly. you're not being invited next year."
1: <laughs> oh man, she was already on. She was already in the negatives. Please like sad. like she mentioned in the beginning, she said she haven't really gotten along with them too well. She's already in the negatives. And then the mom is just like, you know what, this is a valid reason. I'm gonna make sure this list, like you said, this uh, is not gonna let you. no entry she's just, like a bouncer no paths, no She's like no entry
0: there's red flags all throughout this first of all their marriage seems very unhappy to be honest that sounds like hell secondly like the the mother-in-law like if you guys can't get along and you only meet once a year because they're rich and like you're already an outsider your husband is treating you even more of an outsider by saying i'm gonna go to yeah uh, like go to like that tells the family that they don't need to put in any effort at all zero right and, and then on top he's
1: already not on her side. Literally
0: he's not on your side at all. On top of that, he expects her to pack the bags like you're a mate. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> oh man. Mm. It's a mess. It doesn't make sense. Like, again, I've never been married. So I don't really know. Yeah. Like, do you couples like pack for everybody? Like, how do you know what he wants? Are we like I feel like it's very like, I don't know. It's a very odd situation. Why are you packing his bags? It's not even like, oh, you know, why would you as a woman do it? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, how do you know you're what he wants to wear?
0: No, but like, if it's someone if odd. someone like tells you, um. I'm traveling, can you pack my bags for me? Like you would. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But it's the assumption. Like, he just assumed that she was gonna do it, even though he told her that you're being petty, you're being annoyed because I didn't go. I you're not invited to my family's event. Um, and then he still expects her to do all that. Like to her what is she a robot? Is she supposed to have no feelings? It's very weird. Also, like her, exactly. her herself not speaking up about it and be like petty and stuff like that. Like, I'm not gonna blame her for it. Because, clearly, nothing is going to change.
1: Exactly. I hope he's, his money is... She's using that shit. Because, what? And the fact that she like... He ended up forgetting most of the gifts that he got for his family.
0: And he blamed her for
1: it. And... and I would sell that shit on eBay. I'm
0: crying. This
1: is, I no, would sell that know. shit. I
0: feel like this kind of stuff is very much a deal breaker for me, personally. Because fundamentally you guys are two different like you don't understand each other on a fundamental basis like are you guys just gonna live with each other like roommates that sometimes get along sometimes don't get along it's weird like to me he's not moving like a mm. husband like at this point you just have a roommate um and then she said that he said the reason why uh, his mother didn't want her invited it wasn't only his mother it was the whole family the the father-in-law the brothers they all said not for her not to come that it was temporary yeah. until they get used to each other I am sorry. It's been four years. They're married for four years. Won't get used to each other. That's
1: scary, because like it's it's very sad, and the fact that he like suggested her to go out, invite Regina, like her friend, or plans his her own celebration, it seems like she's just alone and she doesn't have family around. Yeah, and oh my God. him not inviting her even. After that, it's so sad because, like, that's
0: true. Because, why else would he tell her to invite a friend? You just
1: going to let your wife stay home alone. That's fucked up. I hope she'd beat his ass up (laughs) and get that money. Oh
0: my god, he's rich, right, girl? I hope he didn't sign no peanut because
1: he deserves to be all his money taken. I hope so because it's like. I can be so rude. Like, I feel like you, even you, like, I feel like the mom obviously did not like her from the get-go because I feel like if you did like her, I guess, like, your daughter-in-law... You will make sure that she will look the best at the dinner. Like, have some insights and whatnot.
0: I don't, I just feel like I'm not I'm not rich, so I don't know how rich people move. Um, but like, if rich people are willing to pay for my whole outfit and makeover, sure. Like, I feel like I yeah. even she would be okay with it. But there's like in this situation, they told her to come as she is, and she came as she is, and they were happy with it. And instead of you know like offering alternatives, they shoot they graded her. You know, I'm sorry, girl. Pack mm. your bags. Actually, pack his bags and exactly. leave it at the front
1: door. Leave him. This is peak.
0: Peak. Am I the asshole? You're not the asshole.
1: She's definitely not the asshole. So those are our three posts today. Yeah.
0: Tell us what you guys thought about the the stories. Is this like normal people problem? Do you guys think these are fake? Like genuinely. Do you think that people come online. And just make up scenarios. And like test out their creative writing skills. Or do you think these are real?
1: (sighs) But I feel like a lot of people. Would definitely do that. I feel like. I don't know. Everything with a pinch of salt. Because I feel like. The fact that this subreddit Has like 3.4 million people on. It just shows that a good portion of that would be fake. I feel like a good 50%. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's
1: 50-50%.
0: But I also think it shows that yeah. people really need an outlet um, and they can't find it in their real life um, or they don't feel safe and comfortable in their around the people they know to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they come online and let literal people, random strangers like us, judge the hell out of their personal <laughs> lives because what do we know?
1: <laughs> you know we don't know nothing. Yeah. About Harry Potter, dealing with a Fandom mother, and no. no, no that's still
0: and right. That one still hurts. <laughs> like I know her family's psychotic, but like that still hurts. She went after everyone. That post was just like shots fired.
1: Yeah, but what would you do? Like, example, using that story. Like, what would you use as a? Uh, like, I know you love S- Sailor Moon. Yeah, I know that's like you. That's you. Sailor Moon is you. So do you think that your future kids would be like, my mom, she fucking loves Sailor Moon. Oh, 100%. Like do you think it would go to that extent? 100%. Listen, okay, first of all, <laughs>
0: let's talk about our parents. My mom loved true crime watching up. All we used to watch on TV was true crime, okay? And so, because of that, we used to sit down and watch it. I was terrified of that stuff. But, like, she would make us watch it. But at the same time, she liked a lot of the cartoon stuff we liked. Like, she loved Home Alone. So that's why we watched Home Alone Mm. all the time. We had the cassettes for it. She loved Mulan. And so we watched Mulan a lot obviously we like other stuff but she would make sure that there's stuff that she liked that we liked, you know kind of thing so it's just it's parenting like you don't force your kids to do everything you like you just you know share a little bit here and there kind of thing they spend so much time with you growing up you spend all your years um with your parents and so you're obviously gonna know what they like and what they don't like but the balance you know have your kids do what they want too
1: exactly but what is the obsession with like ethnic parents and true crime i will never understand i've seen aunties like relax sit down in bed and watch true crime like somebody getting attacked or somebody's getting hit Listen, and kidnapped.
0: can i just say to this day i have my mother blocked on whatsapp because she does not filter her videos i am sorry i do not have the mental fortitude you have and i'll be traumatized <laughs> for life i'm sorry I can't do it. I literally complained to her all but day. This I'm is like,
1: why they're all so paranoid because they will think of every single episode they've ever watched. Yeah, I think of every single scenario where, where something might happen. And, and that's why I realized like a lot. Like, oh, this person, this happened to that person.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, be careful, lock your keys, lock your doors, mm-hmm. do this. I yeah, personally like, you know.
0: love true crime, but my mother has no filter, like, she will watch people getting murdered and it's nothing to her so that's why she's blocked so our parents like i feel like it was whatever was on tv we're gonna have a whole episode on this you guys wink wink so we're gonna discuss Ooh, yeah. uh, Ooh. you know spoiler
1: alert a little spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> That's just let us know what you guys think of these stories is some of the story you guys resonate with or do you guys think the stories are fake?
0: Send us your favorite stories if you guys have some that you would like us to react to. Probably not in an episode form; we'll probably rea- react in a different form. But send it to us.
1: Exactly, we would love to know if you guys have any crazy stories. Am I might be the asshole? Just email us if you want to make a fake email. I don't know how you do that anon. these days. But you probably can do it through a Google search. So <laughs> send us an anon uh, post about am I might be the asshole? If you guys want to rant, let us know your deepest, darkest secrets. As long as it doesn't get us jailed. Uh, yeah. And yes, thank you guys for tuning in to our episode. And again, Happy New Year. The New Year is here. Uh, yeah. The non-Islamic New Year. You have a second chance in the Islamic New Year. Yeah. Stay safe. Don't do something crazy. Do the things that you want to do in your life. Uh, make sure you pay off that debt. Don't cry. Okay? Why are you people? up? <laughs> pay off that Klarna payments and all those little different types of payments, pay later after pay, pay that shit up because that shit will end up your credit and you don't want that shit to pull up.
0: So I had to give you financial advice <laughs> but I would like to say wishing you guys a blessed year. I hope you guys all your dreams come true and all your goals come true and like dream big inshallah they all come true. Bye guys!
1: Yes! Bye bye! Take care!